Hey everybody, it is Shane and Brad. So, so we're, we're finally back on the horse. Huh? Finally back on the horse. Um, so I think we are going to change it up a little bit um, this episode. I think we're going to try to keep it short, and I think we're just going to try to see where the what topic we wind up talking about. Yeah. We're just going to kind of talk some things out. And, um, you know, Shane was asking me before the podcast, um, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. What are we going to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. This week has been kind of just bleh. Exactly, yeah. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about that. Maybe yeah, it's been kind of rainy, and um, it's, it's amazing the effect the weather can have on, a, on on your mood. So I think it'd be I think it'd be worthwhile, like, discussing. Like, when you're in these points of just, like, you're uninspired, and you're, like, uh, just trying to be optimistic. But, I mean, it's just difficult for a lot of reasons. Like, what can you do to pick yourself up and get excited? Um you know, one of the things I, I try to do very practically, um, there's this guy I I, I talk to um, uh, pretty regularly. I consider him a mentor. He's, um, and I think I might have mentioned this on another, another podcast, but he says, dude, always have something to look forward to every single day. It could be huge. It could be crazy small. But always have something that you're excited about that you can look forward to. So, like, for me, one of the things I like to do is if I'm just like man, bored and feel like I'm not moving anywhere, what I do is like you know an hour or two out from like that time when I'm starting to think that way, like I'm gonna say, hey, I'm going to go get like a really nice like latte or something from Starbucks that like like for no Shane, other. Let's reason. talk about that for a minute. I gotta ask a question, right? Because okay. <laughs> this episode is about that, right? Okay, I mean maybe that's what the title is. I gotta ask that question because it's been bothering me. Okay. Every time you and I go to Starbucks together, it's always like the smallest latte you can buy. Yeah. Why? Why, why do I, you buy this? I mean, it's so bizarre. It's like I'm sitting there with yeah. like, I don't know, this ginormous cup, I don't know, Venti or whatever they yeah. call it. And you're sitting there with this little <laughs> tiny latte. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? I don't know. I, I don't, I just, I don't feel like I need a big one. But we get like yeah. three a day or whatever. No, I mean, it's, it's like one. And I have like, I have like two or three other cups of coffee, so I'm like, I just, I just don't need more caffeine. But it just, it, it's I don't know, it's just the right size. It's not like, hey, I shouldn't get a grande or I shouldn't get like a venti latte. It, it's, it's just it, all I want. It's only like fifty cents more. I know, like the but, bigger one. I know, but like all I want is just the tall one. I, I can't explain. It. It's like just the perfect. And size. the fact that they call it tall. Yeah. That's that's a problem I have. Yeah. It's not tall. It it should be a short. They did the whole um they did that whole conversation in that Paul Rudd movie. I can't remember. It's like role models or something like that. He like he's just so pissed off all the time about like Starbucks like cup size. Why isn't it small, medium, and large? I what, don't what know. is it like tall? What's what's a what's well, a how, what? how do you uh, grande? So it's tall, grande. Right? Yes. Yeah, uh, you might as well make the small ones sound pretentious. Tall, grande, and venti, and then they have yeah. like a trenta. Right, yeah, that's right. I've never seen anyone with the Trenta. Yeah, that's like the fifty-two ounce big gulp. Yeah, it's at Starbucks. Just, it's, yeah, the Starbucks big gulp. It's <laughs> a good band name. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, but going back to it, yeah, it's just like a tall latte is is I don't know. It's just the right size. It tastes good. It lasts a while, and it's it's something to look forward to okay. every day. I think it's it's one of the most valuable pieces of advice I ever had. Um, I mean, what I mean. So today you're blah. Like, what what do you do 
to like pick yourself up? I mean, have you done anything today to help with that? Or? So for me, today is Thursday. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow and the weekend. Um, I don't know what the weather's going to be like. The weather's pretty crappy around here. Um, I don't know. Hopefully it'll it'll be nice this weekend. But, you know, just looking forward to doing something with the family this weekend. Yeah. Um, getting out on Saturday. I don't know. Doing something where I don't have to spend any money. Maybe going to the mountain, hiking the mountain. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned this in the past, but we're in Atlanta, Georgia. So there's Stone Mountain. There's Kennesaw Mountain. It's just those things where, you know, it, it's also fall. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if it's fall yet, but it sure feels like fall outside. There's just definitely like a crisp in the air. It's definitely getting cooler. Um, so I don't know, just getting outside, breathing the fresh air, you know, you know, walking up the mountain or hiking the mountain, going and hearing a for just a stream running in the woods yeah. or something like that. You know, just, just back to nature. Yeah, back to nature. Yeah, yeah. So I've been thinking about that for probably about the last two or three weeks uh, since it's been getting cooler outside. So. So anyway, I think that's um, that's how I'm going to turn my blah week around is uh, going out this weekend and just, you know, doing some hiking. You know, my my week started kind of the same way as well. And uh, what I found, like, so something I started doing this week is, like, I found that, like, if I take on some sort of, like, a project, um, that always helps pick me up. And it always helps me. Uh, feel like I'm accomplishing something even if I don't feel like my life is really moving very far like uh, and by project I mean it could be like some kind of work but it could also be just like starting a book and finishing a book and don't just like pick up I mean you can pick up whatever you want right I mean it's just like a project but like for me it's like picking up a book that will change my perspective on something or get me inspired about life or like kick my butt into like um, you know, taking that one risk, I've always kind of felt the nudge to do, but never have. So, like what I what I did uh, this week is, um, I've heard over and over and over from all these people I respect. Like they're always talking about the book "Think and Grow Rich." Oh, I love that book. Point. Yeah, I've I, actually started listening to that book. Again. I feel like I've read it because like so many people have talked about like every different yeah. chapter. But Pauline like, Hill is awesome. I I started that book. I gotta tell you, I mean, it makes me. It's something exciting to wake up to, you know, like I'm going to like start chipping away at this thing and inspires me and um, makes life have a different kind of perspective. Gotcha. So that's uh, that's been effective for me as well. Hmm. So, hey, you've been working on this wealth conditioner thing. Like what what is all that about? Yeah, that was another project I um, I was working on. Well, I mean, still am working on as well. Like I'm telling you, I, I get into the whole concept of like the subconscious mind and how um, it accounts for like a vast majority, like 95, 97% of our behavior. So I created this tool. Um, I mean, you can check it out. It's wealthconditioner.com. But the, the concept behind it is, you know, your, your subconscious mind is kind of like a thermostat system in your house. And like the subconscious mind has a lot of thermostat systems, right? We have a self-image um, how we see ourselves as a father or a, a mother, you know, as a friend, as an employee, just as being a valuable contributing human being in the human family, how we see ourselves in a financial standpoint, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, the subconscious mind learns through through repetition and, you know, visualization, right? So going back to the thermostat idea is I'm, I was thinking, you know, 
the way a thermostat works in your house kind of sets a temperature. Um, you program a temperature, let's say 70 degrees. Well, what would happen like on a hot summer day if you were just to open up all the windows in your house? Well, it would recognize a deviation, right, in the temperature, and it's gonna kick on the air to get it back to that program temperature of 70 degrees. Well, what would happen if you, um, you know, if the opposite were true, if the house was way colder than the program? The op you know, the opposite thing is gonna happen. It's gonna kick on the heaters and it's gonna pull the temperature back up to that regulated program. Well, the same thing is true with the subconscious mind. So I wanted to try an experiment and it's actually been working miracles in, in kind of like the test cases I've had trying it out. What it does is it basically creates this bank account that you sign into. Now it's not real money, but that's not the point. The imagination, the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between reality or like actuality and what you're imagining happening. And, and that's not the point. So the idea is when you sign up for an account, you have $1,000 in there and you can, buy, uh, you can buy something, you can invest your money or you can give it away. And so the idea is to um, spend that money how you would actually use it, right? If you have $1,000 in the bank, get rid of it if you can. You know, try to spend it on something. You can like buy a new espresso machine that's like way too expensive or quote unquote normal life, right? You can pay off debts. You can pay for your children's, um, you know, schooling, you know, like their mm -hmm. tuition. I mean, what, you can give it to your, to your dad who needs it, you know, whatever you want. But right. the idea is like, how would you use that money? So when you come back day two, there's $2,000 in your account, plus whatever you didn't spend. Day three, 3,000, and then 4,000, 5,000. So over, after a year of using this, you will have accumulated over $66 million. And so here's what it's gonna do. It starts to train your mind to start seeing possibilities of what you can do with money. You're not thinking about how you can't afford this and stuff, you're thinking, okay, what would I spend this on? How can I use this? What would I buy? And so you're thinking possibilities, you're visualizing, because the idea is like as you're kind of scouring the internet for like, you know, a new TV or like a new company to invest in, you find that you can actually put the URL to the site where you found the price or whatever, attach it to the title and you can keep coming back to that. So over time through that conditioning of visualization and repetition and seeing over and over that your bank account is constantly expanding, uh, that internal temperature that's set in your financial worldview is going to increase. In the subconscious mind, which is, um, um, you know, it, it's going to make your actual circumstances, mm -hmm. it's going to make it consistent with the way that you so, believe. So, you know, as, as you're explaining this to me, Shane, like, uh, you know, uh, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, it's, I know that it's more than just uh, uh, buying stuff and figuring out things to buy. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, uh, I, my mind keeps going to, like, consumption, consumer, consumption, yep. consumer. It seems like it's almost like uh, a consumer tool. Like, yeah. how do I blow money? Like, how do I spend money? It's like you almost make a game out of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where it's like, like, okay, if you go blow all this money on, like, uh, consumable goods or whatever, mm -hmm. um, or if you actually invest it. Because I think you said you had, like, some investment thing. You, you can invest with this as well. Yeah, yeah. so right now. You can give it away. Too. Yeah, yeah, you can invest or you can give it. Yeah, it's almost like a game. Like so, yep. it's like you could put a scoring mechanism in this tool that basically says, "Okay, hey, I've got all this money. 
So from a wealth conditioning standpoint, yes, it's it's about what am I going to blow this money on, but you're also being scored in the background of saying, well, you know what? If you, it's great that you know you now think you have all this money and now this yep. is what you would spend it on. But if you were to take that money and invest it, look at compound interest over a 5, 10, 20, 30 year period Absolutely. and actually show that to whoever's using that and you kind of get a, like a scoring type thing going where you're scoring from a, like a wealth management and a, a wealth intelligence standpoint of saying, yeah, we're consumers, we want to consume, but here's what you're sacrificing. You're sacrificing you know, compound interest, which is that $1,000 saved over a 30 year period, which is going to be $7,000 or mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, just a thought yeah, while you're yeah. talking about it. Well, so. here's what you'll find, and here's one of the interesting side effects of using it. Like most people, when they've started using it so far, it's just, what can I buy? So they right. start with that, and then in a short period of time, you realize that the things you really wanted, okay, you now you already have those. Because you've had the, like, if you wanted this particular, let's say, something crazy, like a How car. do I become a baller? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you're, you'll eventually get that car you wanted in a yeah. really short time, and it's like, okay, now what? Yeah. You know, and that's... Gold that, teeth! <laughs> yeah, so after you buy your grill, <laughs> the, the idea, though, is like, you're going to get to a point very quick where it's like, okay, I have everything I want, now what do I do with this? And this is where, like, the magic starts coming in, and you start really thinking about... You know, being more mature with your money. I, right. I need to start investing this. I need to, you know, people are needing this. So I could give this to this particular charity or help my, my sister out with this over here. You know, so right. it's it's amazing some of the transformations that people have already been reporting. Yeah, that's awesome. What's the URL again? Uh, wealthconditioner. Wealthconditioner.com. Dot com. Okay. And cool. again, it's it's completely free. It's, it's built to help raise that internal self-image you have of yourself financially and it's again i think if you kind of really meditate on this you'll know it's true that your the reality your circumstances around you is an unmerciful mirror of what you believe about yourself inside right in these different areas of your life financially from relationships spiritually all these kind of things so this tool just helps with that financial piece so i i guarantee you anyone who engages in this Seriously and honestly, uh-huh. doesn't take more than ten minutes a day. Um, we'll find that in a very short time, the more you put in, the more you get you get out. I think you'll find that um, your circumstances are going to change for the better financially. Oh, that's awesome. So, so uh, switching gears a little bit, you mentioned you mentioned something about the tool. Uh, you can use your money to give. Sure. So, the question to you is. Uh, and anybody out there would love to, you know, uh, get your feedback in the comments on this. We'd like to get input from everybody else. But um, when you're giving, like, how much do you give? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I got this route that I take every single day, you know, going home. And uh, from time to time, there'll be a homeless guy, you know, on the side of the road at a red light. Mm-hmm. You know, from time to time, you know, I'll pull out some money and, you know, I'll hand it to him. Well, what... How, how, how do you do that? How do others do that is what I'm interested in. Like, I mean, if you've got a one and a five, do you pull both out and say, oh, what's the smallest I can give and give the one dollar? Or do you just give it all? It's, it's, a, it's a good question. I think how much you give um, is reflected, like, uh, your mindset reflects how much you give, right? Are you coming from a place of scarcity? Mm-hmm. Like, your life is scarce and you got to make sure you're watching every penny and because it could go away, you know? If that's your mentality, you're probably going to give the $1 as opposed to the $5. Um, 
another way to look at it is if you try to cultivate this place of abundance, right? Or like you have an abundant mindset, believing that like, hey, like, so again, yeah, I, I told you guys before, I, I consider myself a religious person. I, I believe in God and I believe in the existence of God and I believe that all things I have come from him. So um, what I recognize is that God is the source of my supply. I didn't make myself um, any, uh, you know, any clothes that I have has either been given to me via gifts or money I've earned um, has purchased them. And the, the tools I had to earn that money are things given to me ultimately. So if you come from a place of like believing that like God is your supply, your infinite supply, you know, if um, God is in you, like everything you have comes from him. You're, it's not like that's ever going to stop, right? Because you're always you're always loved. You're always provided for. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it's evident in, in your heart beating. You can't make your heart stop beating just by hope, like thinking it and willing it. Like your body's going to always be breathing. Like that's being supplied to you. So, um, as far as having enough to give, now there's a such thing as prudence, right? But like, I mean, if it's yeah, you're on the street there and you have like six dollars you know, in your pocket and someone is genuinely hungry, mm-hmm. you know, give it to them, you know, yeah, I mean, or well, one, buy yeah, them food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the reasons why I was asking is because uh, <clears throat> typically I don't even carry cash. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's it, it kind of sucks because, you know, sometimes I'll pass these guys and, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I just trust that, you know, um, uh, very similar to what Shane is saying, you know, from a, a godly perspective. You know that you know these guys are really poor and these guys are really needy, um, and you know they're they're not trying to take advantage of anybody in in, in any way. Because I've definitely seen like the sixty minutes, the twenty twenty, or whatever you know where yeah, you know these guys like the yeah the, the limo and he comes and picks the homeless guy up and he's been panhandling all day. So <laughs> anyway, um, basically. <clears throat> I don't carry a lot of like cash with me just just because I just never think to carry cash. Um, so when I see these guys, I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. I, I don't have any change. I dig around in my car, try to find change, you know, to give them, and typically don't have any change because I hate things, you know, moving around in my car. So change makes noise. Anyway, blah blah blah. Long story short, um, you know, I had some money in my pocket the other day, and um, you know, passed by this homeless guy and uh, roll down the window, you know, pull out what I had in my pocket, and I had a five dollar bill and a one dollar bill. And I was just like, here, you know, like I didn't even think about it. I was yeah. like, here, you know, and he takes the five dollars and he 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 like makes yeah. this whistle noise, like, whoa, <laughs> man, I've like, scored. <laughs> and it was like immediately my mind goes to the twenty twenty or the you know sixty minutes, like, oh, is this guy legit, you know? But then I was like, nah, I put my my trust and and faith in God, so you know, he'll he'll handle it from here. Yep. Um, anyway, so I was just curious, like, I mean, I gave it to him, and you know, I'm thinking, you know. You know, hey, this is this is good. You know, I'm not even thinking about you know what I'm giving him, because um, I you know I really you know want him to be able to grab food or water or whatever you know it is. It is is bad you know situation, um, but I I just don't ever think of that. You know what I'm saying? Like a dollar to him and five dollars to him is so much more than how I look at like a dollar or five dollars. So I, I was just curious, you know, your take on it because you know I definitely you know just. You, you try not to think about it. I mean, I think if I was to pull out a wad of hundreds, you know, yeah. that, that may be a whole different uh, thing that I may look at. But, you know, I mean, it's like, hey, you know, this guy's hungry. This this guy's on the road. Like, like, who, who am I to sit here and judge, you know, how, how much I should give him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, 
you know, it's like, I, you know, I, I can go get $6, you know, out of the ATM or $20 out of the ATM, you know, I'm definitely, you know, been blessed in my life. So, you know, um, I didn't even think about it. So I, I was just curious what, what you, what you do and, you know, what, what others do. Yeah. I mean, like I, it, I mean, it just depends, right? I mean, so sometimes like I get gut feelings, like I should not be giving money to this person. So like, yeah. and if I get that and if I'm able to. Maybe I'll go and get them like some food from the gas station close by. Or, like, that makes some sense. Water. Yeah, but I think um, I think giving, um, you know, sometimes it's it's not easy. Like uh, we live in a culture that says there is lack and there's scarcity. You know, like if this person over here is rich, well, he probably did it stepping on a lot of people, and a lot of people had to suffer and can't get it because you know, <laughs> right, or right. whatever. So um, it's important that. Um, in our lives, we make a habit of like whenever we get money, whether it's ten dollars, a hundred, a thousand, you know, ten thousand from our job, you know, it's important to just train yourself to automatically. I mean, start at ten percent, give ten percent of it away. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it that has to be developed and conditioned over time. You right. have to train yourself that like there there is no scarcity, there is no lack. You know, God loves all people. God loves me. Like. Um, I've all, I've been provided for up to this point. There's no evidence to suggest that I will not be. Um, and if there are people that are lacking out there, I can be a vessel for that. Right, right, yeah. You know, be a vessel that, like, money flows through. Money flows to, and then it goes out to serve uh, your family, serve strangers, serve causes that are good, serve companies that you believe in. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I, that's, that's my take on it. Gotcha. Well, cool. Was there anything else we want to discuss uh, or talk about, Shane? I, you know, I think that's good for right now. I think so, <laughs> especially on this blah day. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Well, We're gonna go grab a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get a venti. He's gonna get a. Tall. I'll get a tall. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think we found the name of this episode. The, the venti tall episode. I'm gonna get a venti. He's gonna get a tall. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we're still looking forward to that intro and outro chain. I if, haven't if, forgotten about if, if, if you don't, if you don't uh, deliver soon, we're going to start making you actually sing it uh, for each okay. one of these episodes live. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, guys, we were trying to keep this a, a little shorter than usual, um, but um, but yeah, we'd love to hear uh, your comments and feedback, um, topics you guys uh, want us to uh, to talk about. We've opened up comments um, on the website, um, intentionallypositiveproject.com. Um, we have been accepted into the iTunes podcast uh, store, so please go check us out there. We also have links on our website um, to where you can subscribe You know, via uh, whatever um, aggregator or podcast application you use. Um, on our website so go check that out and we will also be posting this on youtube so until next time guys this is brad and shane (laughs) have a good one